and thank you for joining us again on Critically Speaking. I'm your host, Cindy Mercer, and we are welcoming back author Jim Hammer, author of the book Life Without a Critical Spirit. It's great to have you with us again today, Jim. Cindy, it's great to be with you also. Wonderful. Jim, we have a lot to talk about today, and so I don't want to waste another minute longer. But we have recently, in in a previous episode, we had been discussing, talking about our homes being a taste of heaven. Is that really possible? And I want to explore a little deeper today, hopefully, ways that we we can take a stand. Jim, how are we going to do that? Give us some direction today. The first thing uh, I believe we need to do is declare a moratorium on a critical spirit that uh, we would not allow it to enter our lips or our minds and also uh, encourage the family with the same uh, idea that, you know, we just don't need this in our home, that we need to uplift and encourage each other. And we did that in, in our church and in our home. How much better would this world be? How much better would our families be and our church churches be? That uh, and it only takes one person to start it. Just Absolutely. like it only takes one person to start a critical spirit within the that, within the family that or is the church. So true. It can also take just one person to eliminate it. But it has to start with someone and why not me? So there is a a very true statement we say that there is power of one of one person. Because as I was listening to you talk I was just thinking about, you know, just being realistic that when something goes on in our home and it's not going the way we want, sometimes we are just so quick to throw out a, a word spoken in such anger. I was and just sharing hurts. with uh, somebody uh, recently that when, when uh, I kind of uh, get under my wife's skin or aggravator, she starts singing <laughs> and the whole atmosphere uh-huh. changes, <laughs> you know. So, wow. you know, I, uh, and I have to be very mindful. Uh, I know the Lord is not done with any of us yet, especially me, but, uh, you know, he has my focus where he wants it, and and my wife is just such a, a godsend that she helps me keep my direction where it should be. That's absolutely true, and, and I know that we're not talking about um, arguments and things here. I know we're talking about a critical spirit, but, you know, We've heard before that it takes two people to argue. Well, I think we could kind of apply that same principle to the critical spirit. I mean, if you're, yes, you can have a critical spirit by yourself, but it can breed so quickly if you have another person involved, whether it be a family member, a church member, a coworker, or whatever. Yes, we had a heavy policy in our church that we would not mm-hmm. listen to, engage in, a critical spirit, a negative spirit, a fault-finding spirit, a judgmental spirit. And uh, somebody asked me, how do you implement that? Good and question. It did, twice. It did, uh, somebody made a critical comment, same person, two different times, but nobody responded to it. If nobody responds, mm. it, it dies right there. It, it don't go any further. And, and I'm going back a few years now with that, and it hasn't uh, uh, come up since. So, you know, it is possible, but it's where your focus is. And most of us really, because of of our inheritance, maybe not that's not our ancestry, maybe that's a better word, uh, we all have a critical spirit. We got it right from the Garden of Eden. 
you know, and we're told it's our second nature. But we don't have to continue in that when we realize that this is the spirit of, of the enemy. It's not the spirit of Christ. Absolutely. Anything that comes from the enemy, we don't want. So, Jim, basically, I'm going to make sure I've got you right. So just to create a scenario, if we are engaging in a conversation, maybe at our church, for example, and someone takes that path of criticism, can we just walk away or can we what could we say? How could we back our way out of it without appearing unloving, unkind, but Making a stand, how would that really look? I mean, we don't want to just walk away and act like we're mad or anything, because then that breeds another critical spirit as well. Yes. Well, I know one pastor that he wouldn't allow anything, especially with his daughter. He would not allow any negative comment, and he would walk away. But, Mm. uh, you know, I prefer to change a conversation and direct it more towards Christ. Mm. And, uh, and you know, with, with whatever anybody says, no matter how critical it may be, you can always turn that around into a, yes. a positive comment, you know, and, and how would Christ handle this? Absolutely. And I want to just remind myself and our listeners that we can also claim Scripture, especially Philippians 4.13, where I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we can, in the backdrop of our mind, be asking God for this victory to help us. You know, when when somebody is talking, uh, you want to listen, naturally, but at the same time have an attitude of prayer that, Father, how am I going to respond to this? Absolutely. And the Lord will give us the words. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Jim, I want to switch directions just a little bit because um, there's some things that you talk about in your book. And this statement really struck me. And you ask a question, do you want all of Jesus? And then you say, actually, the question should be, does he have all of you? Explore that thought with us. You know, the Lord does want all of us, every aspect of our being. He wants. He wants us not only to give ourselves to him, you know, in um, Romans 12, 2, no, I'm sorry, it's uh, Romans 2, uh, that we should come to him as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and, and that's what our life should be, a living testimony to Jesus. And if it isn't, um, you know, he doesn't have all of us then. And he, if we expect to not only be a witness for him on this earth, but if we, if we expect to go into eternity with him. Yes. Every part of our being needs to be committed to him. He created us. He redeemed us. But it's our choice. Do we want to give ourselves totally to him? Or do we want to hold back some? And we can hold back if we expect to get into eternity with Christ. Mm. That's a very good thought, and I'm I'm just thinking while you were talking. I mean, I think if we're all honest with ourselves, I mean, we really do want this this peaceful life. We do not want to have to go through this life with with the stress and the worry, and and the critical spirit's just going to add to that life of stress and worry. It de- it definitely will, and and how many times you know I know I used to when I was uh, in a had a critical spirit, uh, you know, full-blown, that I would w- lay awake at night and think about what somebody said and mm-hmm. how they said it, and then I was thinking how I'm going to call them and respond to it. 
What kind of peace of mind is that? The Lord wants us to have a joy and peace. The enemy wants to steal that from us. You know, I think of the statement that Nelson Mandela said, and I, I quoted it from um, a documentary I seen, and also it was on the internet. And it says, as I walked, now this is Nelson Mandela's thought. He said, as I walked out of prison toward the gate that would lead me to freedom, I knew that if I did not leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. In the same way with us, you know, if we want to hang on to bitterness, we want to hang on to critical spirit, if we want to hang on to, you know, this unchristlike spirit, we're in prison. And and the enemy has us there. And you know, I, I just thought of a text that uh, and it's in Isaiah forty nine twenty five. The first part of that says, and I'm paraphrasing, that the Lord will free us and deliver us from the enemy. You know, he has us prison bound, and uh, and we're allowing him to keep us there by our attitude. Jim, this just reminds me of something you mentioned in your book, and there's a quote from the book Thoughts from the Mount of Blessings from Ellen White. Would you share that with us today? It says that he who is at peace with God is a partaker of the peace of heaven and will diffuse its blessed influence to all those around Christ followers are the ones that will do that. Amen. That uh, we will let Christ's peace flow through us to others. And that's what all, you know, we talk about grace. Well, there's a grace of forgiveness. There's a grace of peace, the grace of love, uh, the grace of uh, happiness. They can all flow through us to others. And that's why Christ gives them to us so that they can flow through us, that we can be the witness for him that he wants us to be. And, you know, Christ wants us to be, he's, he's reconciling us to him, and he wants us to let that same reconciliation flow through us to others, to lead them to Christ. And uh, it's the Holy Spirit. You know, when we're impressed to talk to somebody, the Holy Spirit has already set that person up, that uh, they are already ready to listen to uh, what the Lord wants us to present to him. But so often, we run ahead of the Holy Spirit, and we think we have to just tell everybody this or everybody that. I know I used to pick up hitchhikers, and I would tell them everything I knew about Jesus. And what I did was overload them. So just a little bit at a time, and we have seen more success with just planting a seed here and there, and then people wanting to know more, maybe the next time we see them. And that's really the way it should be done. At least that's what has worked good for me, that uh, just spread the Word of God just in tidbits rather than try to jam the whole Word of God down their throat. So the real takeaway for us, I think, today is for us to just do something different to, to turn this critical spirit issue around. And I know that that Jesus is longing to help us go forward, and he is just waiting for us to join him in eternity, free from this critical spirit. Jim, it has been a wonderful program today, and I want to thank you for joining us on Critically Speaking. We have come to a close today, but I hope that you will join us again soon, Jim. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you for joining us. I'm Cindy Mercer, and we will be back again with Jim Hammer on Critically Speaking. Have a wonderful day.
If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. 